Welcome to I Am Ethos, a podcast about self-discovery, inspiration, and uplifting real-life stories from extraordinary people. Each week, we deliver the best inspirational stories and tips on how you can live an extraordinary life. Now here's your host, Joe Willow-Rose. Have you ever had someone counsel you and immediately you felt like out of desperation, you wanted to take on that counsel because you felt that it's the right thing to do? But in actuality, when you have thought about this advice from a very trusted person, let's just say, and you felt bad about it. It's as if you felt like the counselor advice was sound uh, and it really um, felt like it's the right thing to do. But when you dug deep inside yourself, you just felt like it was wrong for you. And the reason I ask is because that exact, that same thing happened to me few years ago when I was sort of in a crossroads. I had to choose a direction to go in my life that I knew deep down would make an impact um, on me, but also with the people that I, that I love. And one of my friends whom I trusted dearly um, with good intentions now, she gave me an advice that, again, sounded really good at the time and logical and, um, you know, uh, felt as if it was the right thing to do. And so I followed it. But halfway through that experience, I felt a knot on my stomach. It, it, you know, as if I was... <clears throat> going in the wrong direction. You know, I felt it in my gut that I was going in the wrong direction. And it was at this point where I thought, okay, should I go back and start all over again? Or should I continue on and see what you know, the other door, what, what happens there um, along the way and just take a chance? Take a leap of faith. And at that time, I was already meditating daily and um, felt at peace, felt calm when I make decisions. And, and so it really was very interesting because it, in that time, I remember just feeling shattered about it all, feeling as if... Uh, I felt doom and gloom that I, you know, I knew I didn't make the right choice, but I felt like I was more than halfway there. I might as well finish it off and, and see where it led me. But what I did was I immediately meditated. I remembered um, soon after that knot at the pit of my stomach, um, 
occurred and, and I started meditating. And immediately, as soon as I closed my eyes, I knew the answer. I knew the answer. And that was to go back, to go back and start all over again. And it didn't matter whether I felt that it was a, you know, I wasted so much time going in the other direction. That didn't even enter my mind. I, all I could think about was I needed to go back and start all over. And, but this time, I will be true and stick to my decision. I will be true to myself. I will be true to what I needed to do for my highest good and the highest good potentially for the people that I love. And so this podcast is really about understanding one's truth. Sometimes we just have to ask ourselves, what is our truth? What is our truth? And when we're in a dilemma like I was at that time, the natural way of uh, approaching this is to ask a friend, a trusted friend or a family member for advice. And a lot of times it works. A lot of times it works. Um, because you know that they care about you, that they love you, and they will only give you advice that uh, will make you happy. But it was one, that one advice from a trusted friend that uh, I knew immediately wasn't good for me, but I went ahead anyway. So the understanding of truth then is really from the get-go, if you have to make a choice, especially if it's a critical matter, if it's something that is major in your life, I suggest that you take some time. You take some time, you quiet your mind, what I usually, usually call monkey mind, and really assess what's good for you. What is your truth? What is your truth? Is it to go to a vacation, a one-week vacation at the Bahamas, for instance, or use that money to pay for your mortgage or your rent? What is your truth? What would you choose? The practical side on the one hand or the taking a leap of faith on the other and just say, oh, the money will come. And only you can decide that. Only you can decide that. Why? Because it's your situation and everybody's truth truths are different. And so... My advice really is before you seek advice from someone else that you find that advice within yourself. Understand your truth because really you're the only one who will know what that is. I was motivated to talk about this topic today because on a daily basis, I read a really small book that is very, that um, made a really huge impact in my life when I discovered it. I discovered it in 2010 and I held on to this book 
<clears throat> ever since then. And it's called Daily Word. It's from a publisher called Daily Word, same name. And each day it will give you, it's, I call it a motivational tool to start your day right. And today's Daily Word, again, was all about understanding truth. And what I'd like to do before I continue on is to just read a passage of this and and hoping that it will make a big impact on you as well. My understanding of truth deepens and directs my life. My understanding of the truth has changed over time. I now see that there is an ultimate truth, the truth of God. And there is my understanding of this truth. Since my truth is subject to my perception at any moment, it changes as I grow in spiritual awareness. Daily, I'm given opportunities to grow. Often, deeper understanding comes from simply listening. Listening without judgment, without feeling a need to defend a position or change another's point of view. As I listen to others share their thoughts and feelings, and as I attune to God in prayer and in meditation, I find greater truth to guide my life. Through my spiritual unfolding, I move closer then to discerning the truth of God. And so it it really is a very profound concept, this understanding of truth. And it's not a one-size-fit-all, as I mentioned earlier. It really is tailored to your life and to your life purpose and where you're heading and what your needs are and what your wants are it is tailored to you for you only there are two ways that since that happened to me years ago there are two ways that i've used to tune in to myself whenever I have a major decision to make. And one of those is meditation. Meditation really helps to not only calm your mind, but it also puts you in a state of serenity and, more importantly for me, surrender. Now, it probably won't work if you just meditate for one day. Okay, I have to be honest with you. Uh, As they say, it takes 21 days to form a habit. And because after 21 days, it becomes a normal routine for someone, for anybody, really, because you're so used to that habit. And um, I've been meditating since 2009, on a daily basis, I did, I did stop for about a year and a half uh, when I was going through a tumultuous time in my life. And um, 
instead of using meditation to help me, I turned the other way. Now, that was my truth at that time. Even though it wasn't logical, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, the right decision, I made it nonetheless. And so it was only when I felt that I had the energy and the wherewithal to speak my truth is when I went back to meditation again. It's when I decided, okay, enough is enough. I need to feel good. And one way for me to feel good is to meditate, to quiet my mind, to surrender. Because when you fully surrender to yourself, to your higher self, to God, to universe, or whoever it is that you want to call in for help, spiritually, you know, there's, there's um, a sense of gratitude. There's a sense of feeling at peace when you surrender. Surrendering is not easy. We can say it all day, but it's really ultimately being truthful to yourself first before you can surrender because if you just say, I surrender this all to you and not really mean it, <clears throat> it's half-baked, right? It's like pulling a cake out of the oven and eating it, even though it's only half-baked, half-cooked. It's sort of like that. And so when you surrender and fully, fully surrender, I find that it, it's, it's a moment of desperation. It's, it, it's a moment of feeling that you're just at the bottom of the well and you can't get out. And sometimes, sometimes, that's what we need. That's what we need to happen to surrender when we feel desperate, when we feel outnumbered, when we feel, what's the use? What is this all for? Feeling. That is usually when we surrender. However, again, one of, the, one of the ways that you can use and, and, and avoid having that desperate moment is when you meditate. I mean, there's no way around it, really. It's a, meditation allows you to surrender faster, easier, and... truthfully and honestly and real, right? Real because when you're in a state of gratitude, when you're in a state of serenity and calm and peace, unlike if you felt depressed and desperate and at the bottom of the well, 
I find, and this is not only for me, but for hundreds of clients that I've helped over the years, I find that when you're at peace, when you're feeling just calm and serene, and then you surrender, what you need and what you want comes into your life faster. I've seen this over and over again, not just in my life, but again, all the hundreds of clients that I've helped over the years tell me these things. They tell me these things. They tell me that that's exactly what happens. And so don't wait until you fall off, you fall down the bottom of the well. Don't wait until you're desperate. Don't wait until you're depressed. Don't wait for any of that to surrender. Find a way. If it's not meditation, the other tool that I use is prayer. I pray daily. I pray daily. Not just for me and my loved ones, but for Mother Earth, for everybody. Because that gives me that serenity. Now, you may say that, okay, that's fine and good. You can pray, you can meditate, but that doesn't work for me. Then find something that will work for you. Find something that will make you feel at ease, make you be in that peaceful moment where you can be serene, when you can have that serenity, when you can have that calm and peace within yourself. Find it. Figure out a way. I've heard... Over the years, some people would uh, run. That makes them peaceful. After running, your adrenaline is high. You know, you're you're feeling good. You're, you know, and uh, that's when they surrender after a run or after any activities, exercises, and activities. I I know of a woman. Um, when I went to a meditation class, and I've, I've said this to my own classes that I've facilitated years ago, that her form of meditation is to have someone put a pole in the middle of her living room. Now, she was a dancer for many, many years, and at that time when I met her, she was about 68 years old. So she had someone... Uh, place a, a put a pole in the middle of her in her living room so she could pole dance and pole dancing for her is a form of meditation so you see there are many many ways to get into serenity there are many ways to do that And so if meditation and pole dancing and prayers don't work for you, find a way. You will. You will find it. You will find it. And and the beauty of this is, too, that you don't need to stress over what that is. So all you need to do really is to ask. Ask God. Ask the universe. Ask whomever you pray to. Ask them. How can I be in this state of serenity so that if any tumultuous things happen in my life, I don't react right away in 
anger. I don't react right away in fear. I don't react in any way of that will be a detrimental to me and to everyone around me. You don't need to do all that. All you have to do is just ask. (laughs) And the irony is after you ask and you surrender, and I've seen this happen many times, a lot of times the answer comes to you just like that. There was one time when I had to make a crucial decision whether to stay with this man or not. And this happened many years ago. And, and I asked God to give me a sign. To give me a sign. What is my truth in this? And make it for my highest good. And I was in a state of serenity. I just surrendered it all. And, I, and, I, and, then, and then what you do, like I did, is just to forget it. Right? Just to leave it alone. You've already asked your request. Now you can leave it alone. Well, a minute later, I turned on the TV. And then I saw a a trailer from the movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey. And so that was my answer. Yes is my answer. And then I think in one of the trailers it says, yes, man. And so <laughs> you see the irony of this is like, yes, man. Yes was my answer. And the man is, is that was the, 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 the crux, the reason for my dilemma at that time is whether to stay with this man or not. And I decided to stay. And when I tuned in, after I saw that, I began to smile. And again, that was another confirmation for me that I'm making the right decision. And when I decided to stay with him, we were together for three years. And... It was only because of long-distance relationship that didn't really work for us that we broke up. But the point is, though, that really at that time, when I asked the question or when I asked God to help me, I didn't have to be in a desperate mode. I didn't have to be depressed. All I had to do was be in a state of serenity and then ask. And then the other crucial thing that you need to do is after you ask is to let it go let it go do something else watch the dishes watch a show like I did turn on that tv or go for a walk go for a run do something that you you won't in other words where you won't have to wallow on this anymore and so you've asked the question for God's help you've 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 already stated what you wanted and then now let it go release it release it do something else and don't even think about it because what so for me it happened instantaneously as soon as I turned on the tv the answer was there for some people it may take 
a few hours. It may take a day. It may take a week. It may take a month. Or sometimes, I've, I've even heard, it may take a year. And that's okay. Why? Because your life purpose or your purpose is different from mine. Your purpose is different from anybody else. And it's really by divine timing. And perhaps maybe because if it takes a year for you to get the answer, it's because from now to a year from now, you had to learn some lessons, right? You had to learn something along the way before you can get that answer. And one of the things that, um, that I had to learn is to trust, to trust. And what I mean by that is I would, um, before I make a decision, I, I often ask 10 other things that I needed to logically mull over or logically uh, question because I didn't trust. I didn't trust that the first answer that comes to me is the right one. I didn't trust that the 10th answer that comes to me is the right one. I did not know how to trust. And therefore, I remember one of the things that, um, that I needed to learn is to, uh, not just to trust, but also to learn divine timing. Because one of the things that happened to me was I was, again, in another crossroads at this time. This time it's uh, because of my career. I had a business and um, I had to let it go. And, you know, I had to make a living. I had to make a living as a single mom. I had to make sure that I have a roof over our heads, that my kids are taken care of. And it was a big responsibility. And I had to do this to this day since 2009. And one of the things that I had to um, learn from, from that is when I asked the question in 2009 whether I should stick around and, and continue my business, is that the first thing that came to me was, yes, absolutely. But because of fear and, you know, anxiousness and, and depression, I didn't follow that guidance. And so what happens there is if you don't follow what you think and feels good to you, what happened to me was soon after for many years, I decided to work for someone else, work for corporations, work for University of California. You work for any companies that hired me because I didn't trust. I didn't trust at that time that I needed to continue on with my business because I didn't know where the money was coming from. I didn't know. I was afraid that I won't have any income. And as a single mom, if you're a single mom listening to this, you will understand. You will understand. But because of my fear as well, that held me back. And it was only, and it took me 10 years 
10 years to get back and, and uh, work on my business again. 10 years. So for that 10 years, I was working for other companies. And then shortly after that, I started uh, regretting. You know, the regret then comes in and, and you say to yourself, you know, had I done this, this would have been the outcome. Had I done this, I would have had a successful business by now. Had I done this, right? That's what goes on in your mind over and over and over again. But I have to tell you, my friend, that's useless. Let it go. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. The woulda, coulda, shoulda is not worth it. Because that already happened. You can't change that anymore. That's the past. You can't change it. You know, someone used to say to me, don't look at the rear view mirror. Look in front of you. Because that's where you're heading. So going back to understanding the truth. The understanding the truth for me was really understanding that <clears throat> when I make a decision nowadays, it's, it's really, uh, you know, how do I feel about that? How do I feel about if I go turn left? How do I feel about if I turn right? I would have, how do I feel if I go forward? What would it feel? How does that feel for me? Not for anybody else, but for me. That's how I make a decision nowadays. And uh, because I am honoring my truth. I'm honoring my truth, not someone else's truth, but my own truth. Now, there are times when I would say, okay, it feels good to turn left, but the fear sets in, and it always will, I mean, or the ego will tell you, stay where you're comfortable. Don't go there. That's, that's dangerous over there. Don't, don't work out. Don't go to the gym. Just stay here and watch TV. It feels good. You know, go eat some ice cream and watch your TV. It feels good. Don't go to the gym. You have to change your clothes. You have to drive over there. You have to walk over there. Why do you need to do that? That's what the ego tells you, right? That's what the ego says. But if you're really honoring your truth and you know that working out at the gym will get, you know, make you feel good, first of all, forget about body image, but it will make you feel good, honor that truth rather than sitting on the couch and watching TV and eating ice cream. Because you know that after you eat that ice cream, you have to be honest, you know that you will feel bad, right? You do, will, you will feel bad. It tastes good. Yes, I give you that. But after you eat that ice cream and watch TV, what happens? You feel bad sometimes, right? You have a stomach ache sometimes or, or you know... <laughs> You regret it, and you say to yourself, gosh, I should have just gone to the gym. I should have listened to myself the first time around. So what I'm trying to say, my friends, is when you try to make a decision going forward, stop, tune in to yourself, and 
connect with your higher power, connect with God, connect with the universe, and ask them to help you make the right decision for your highest good. You do have to stop and do this. You can't, um, I mean, you can do whatever you want, but in order to really get the ultimate prize, if you will, the, the, the ultimate uh, solution for you, you do have to stop and tune in and get that message from your higher self. And then if you still feel like I do, I have a few friends that I turn to whom I trust. Now, I, I know because of their personalities, you know, I, I often go to the ones that I felt, I feel like would be able to help me in this instance or, or that instance and so on. So after I do tune in, sometimes I do call them and ask them or I do see them and, and ask them what they think. So balance it out, right? Balance it out. And then after I ask them what they think or what their advice would be, I then tune in again. So that would be the third step is you tune in again. You take their advice. You take your own inner right, inner knowing. You blend them together. And then you ask. You ask God, okay, please help me here. Help me discern and find out the right answer for me, for my highest good. And then after I do that, I let it go. That's when you let it go. Don't think about it. Occupy yourself by doing something else. And don't talk about this situation with anybody either because that would just, you know, amplify and bring back the problem, right? So don't talk about it to anybody else. Just let it go. And then see what comes up after that, what the answer is. Okay, so whether it takes you two minutes to 10 years to get your answer, you know, there's, a, there's an underlying reason for that. Perhaps when I got the answer right away, it's because I was ready to hear it. I was in that state of mind where I was ready to hear it. And when it took me 10 years to realize that I needed to get back into my business, within those 10 years is because I wasn't ready to listen to it. I wasn't ready. The fear was too strong. So it's really up to you, right? It's really up to you. There's no right or wrong answer here because everybody has their own timeline. Everybody has their own uh, destiny, their, their own life purpose, their own life path. There's no right or wrong answer for any of it. But what I do will say before I close this off is when you're facing a dilemma and you want answers for it before asking your inner self, before asking God, before asking your friends, <clears throat> tune in and 
tell yourself, whatever answer I get, I want it to be for my highest good and the highest truth. My highest truth. That's it. It may feel daunting, but it really isn't. Um, we just have to let go of that control in my on our minds that this is a hard thing to do. It really isn't, to be honest. It took me 10 years because I made it hard for me where I didn't really need to do that. But at the same time, I don't regret those 10 years because I've learned along the way in how to get stronger, how to get better, how to be able to understand my truth. And so there's no lack or there... There are no regrets whatsoever now. There, there, were, there was a regret um, when I realized that I could have, would have, should have. But I stopped that right away. And I said no because I learned a lot during those 10 years. And for me, that was a positive. I, I looked at it in a positive manner. And so, my friends, I hope that I was able to give you some insight into this, understanding your truth, and um, I wish you well. And I send you peace and love. Thanks for joining us this week on I Am Ethos. Be sure to tune in next week for our next exciting episode.